time. We all have the same amount of time as every single human. The question isn't to ask, how do we get more time? The better question to ask is, how can we make sure we protect our time to live the life we want? So today I'm joined by Amy Fritz, my client and a LinkedIn learning instructor who is also an organizational and time management and energy coach who helps her clients create a more grounded and organized life with the right systems. So let's drop the beat. Legacy Leader, welcome to the Color Your Dreams podcast for women of color and allies. I'm Elaine Lucartas, your host and a business and career coach that LA Weekly named the number one thought leader and Apple News named one of the top five business coaches. I know you've established yourself in a leadership and executive role. And this podcast is here to remind you that you can create a holistic life so you can lead without sacrificing your well-being. So expect me and my guests to have some conscious conversations with you on creating intentional direction and sustainable strategies so that you can create an aligned team career, business, and life. Don't worry, I'm not going to give you a one-size-fits-all prescription. You'll learn how to define your own holistic leadership so you can prioritize a life led by fulfillment and self-trust. Now, grab your coffee, tea, or boba, and let's call your dreams to lead your legacy. Hey, legacy leaders. So one of the things I always hear when I'm connecting with my clients or people that want to work with me and my team is I need more time back for myself. So I'm excited to have Amy Fritz, who's one of my clients and is also an organizational and time management and energy coach. She helps her clients lead a more grounded, organized life creating systems and strategies for not just getting organized, but staying that way. Amy has 15 years as a special ed teacher. And also recently, she flew all the way from Santa Barbara to Washington, D.C. to lead two workshops and was also featured in LA Times, vulnerably sharing how on the third date she shared with her boyfriend, now fiance, that she's bipolar. Amy, welcome to the Call Your Dreams podcast. Thank you so much, Elaine. I'm honored to be here. Yeah, I would. Before we go into the three tips, how did you get into time management and energy and organizational coaching? How did you get into it? Why did you find it so fascinating and important? Yeah, so I, for 15 years, I was a high school teacher. And I taught the kids that mostly had ADD, ADHD, and learning disabilities. And I was basically helping them to get organized for their classes, for after what would come after high school. And after 15 years, I just, I realized I was ready to to graduate from high school, so to speak. So I just, I ran into someone who that's what they did. 
was they were a professional organizer. So that's actually how I got started was going into people's homes and helping them with their closets and their kitchens. And then I realized I want to teach people how to not just get organized, but how to stay organized. So that's what I've been doing more is coaching people on organization and just creating systems and processes for staying organized. Yeah, I like comparing it to if people want to be healthy, right? And once they hit that level of health that they want, it's not just hitting that goal, but how are you maintaining it? Because you could hit a goal Mm. and then, okay, I'm going to eat chips again. I'm going to eat all these things. I'm not going to work out, but it's maintaining it. And so what I'm hearing from you is, you know, creating these new systems in your life and making sure you're maintaining it that way. So I would love for you to share the three tips to get more time back for yourself. What is the first tip you want to share with our listeners? Yeah. So I think it sounds really simple, but I think learning to say no to the things that just aren't bringing you joy. So it could be something as simple as like a book group that you joined a few years ago and it's really kind of sapping your energy and time and just being okay with just saying no to the things that that you aren't loving. Maybe it's... And I, and I kind of combine saying no with learning how to delegate. So it could be in your business or maybe your family, the things that need to get done maybe you realize, okay, there's something that you, someone could do it better and, you know, faster and maybe cheaper. Maybe it's your family decides, okay, we're going to get someone to clean the house because your time is, is better spent doing something else. Yeah. So really saying no to the things that you just, that yeah, bring, aren't bringing you joy anymore. And then learning how to delegate the things that that could be done by someone else, you know, better, faster. So I know for all of us women, we know we need to say no, but when we practice it, it becomes difficult. So can you share possible scripts that not just women, I know men and non-binaries also listen to this podcast. Can you share scripts that people can use to say no? So let's go back to that book club example. So how would you suggest to a client on how they could say no to another person? How would you coach them to, I'm scared if they don't like me or they're not going to invite me to Sunday brunch or whatever it may be. Can you walk us through what advice you would have for folks on how they could practice it? Because we all know we need to say no, but actually doing it, we get nervous, we get scared. Can you share any tips on how to do that specifically? Yeah, well, I think always leading with a positive. So you could simply say, you know, I've loved the time that I have spent with the book club these past couple of years, but I've just realized that I am getting pulled a little too thin or I'm realizing that I have to kind of pare down the things that that are pulling me in different directions. So so really just being honest. And I found I, I should have pulled it up, sorry. But there are lots of ways to, I think I saw once that there were 10 ways to say no. And a lot of them are just being really honest and saying, you know, I've really enjoyed this time or I've really appreciated this time that I have spent in this certain situation. But I'm realizing that, yeah, 
I, I need to I need to pare down a few things. My energy is better used in a different way right now. Yeah, I'm hearing it's similar to what I was taught called the thank you sandwich, which I know a lot of our listeners have heard from me is thank you for the incredible six months being part of the book club while at the same time I realize I stretched myself too thin. And I have other priorities right now. So I'll need to focus on it. This will be my last meeting or in two weeks, it will be my last meeting. I just wanted to let you know. So there's a gentle and nice way to do it. I think so often we think we don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. We don't want to make it personal. But it goes back to not just saying no and delegating, but it's creating those boundaries for yourself. Exactly, exactly. And when you do this, you model for other people. You model for them, oh, I can say no. I can, This it's okay to do this. So you might not realize, but you're actually being a model for someone else to do the same thing. I want to give a recent example of how I'm actually giving people permission to say no in my own business. I have a really good problem right now in my business where I'm having 15 to 20 sales calls a month, which is great. While at the same time, there are people who they get on the calls, they just want the freebie or they're just not a good fit, has nothing to do with them personally. So I'm very now upfront where people book a call and then the next step is, hey, fill out this form. It will take five to 10 minutes. In the form, it explains to people more of my coaching style, that my investment's anywhere from four to five digits. And guess what? In the past two days, three people have canceled their calls with me which is actually a win. I know that is a strange win for me to share, but people love the grace of, I'm, I'm putting in my messaging, hey, if you notice you're filling out the form and it's not a good fit, feel free to cancel so we can honor both of our times. Anything you want to share I, with that as well? I love that. Oh my gosh, I love that. That's, I mean, that's awesome. Because like you said, you're you're saving everyone's time. Yeah, that's great. That's yeah. We should all do, we should all do more of that. Is is you know trim trim the fat or <laughs> yeah yeah. And I think even communicating. I did this actually with my cousin because my boyfriend's friends always rent out a movie theater at whenever there's a new Marvel movie. So as this podcast is being recording, the new Ant Man movie is out. And usually we do lunch after. And my cousin comes, but this is more of my boyfriend's friends. I was like, hey, do you want a carpool? Because she lives very close. But I am mindful that she may want to do her own thing. So I messaged her, hey, we're, I know you're planning to go to the movies. You you could carpool, but do know we are doing lunch. And also, if you don't want to carpool, that's okay too. I won't personally take it back. And she appreciated it. She was like, yeah, I'm just going to go on my own because I have things to do. Okay. So I just want to remind people to create a safe space when communicating that, hey, you could say no. If you can't make it, it's okay. Mm -hmm. So when you do more of that, it's kind of like this equilibrium. Other people will learn from it and people will also honor your time. Definitely. I love that. So what is your second tip that you want to share? My second tip, it sounds super easy, but it's actually wake up earlier. I mean, even... it depends. It's hard. Some people will say, "Oh, but I'm such a night owl." It's really I have all this energy at night. But really, when you train yourself to start to wake up earlier, you'll you'll gradually go to bed earlier. And 
when you wake up earlier, usually you'll have a quiet house to wake up to, whether it's waking up early to journal or to meditate, or maybe even just do 20 minutes of yoga. You'll you'll feel that much better as you start your day if you just have a little bit of time in the morning for you. When you mean wake up earlier, do you mean like 5 a.m.? Or do you mean (laughs) if you normally wake up at 7? I'm just making it up. Wake up at 6.45. Are you sharing more of... Because I'll just be transparent. There are times when I wake up, I feel rushed. Oh my gosh, I have a call in 15 minutes. So I think what I'm hearing is giving yourself more me time in the morning. Yeah. To be quiet as opposed to just going through a task. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... You know, it depends on what time you wake up. Maybe you wake up at seven. And I I noticed this morning, I waited till the last minute to get up when I have to take my son to school. And I rushed around and made his lunch and breakfast. And I realized, oh, I could have, first of all, made his lunch the night before. I can prep a few things so that I'm not rushing around. And I just feel better when I just get up a little bit earlier, you know, 15 minutes, half an hour. and just so that you can kind of quietly have the morning, some of the morning to yourself. And you don't, like I said, you don't have to rush around. Yeah. Legacy Leader, want more tips and advice for your business, career, and life? Then sign up for my Gifts and Gifts newsletter at elainelu.com forward slash join. So here's three things you'll get. One, you'll get funny gifts because who doesn't love memes and pop culture references? This newsletter is so fetch. Two, you'll also receive actionable gifts, tips on your business, career, and life. And third, you'll also receive the gift of me. So my gifts and gifts newsletter is like an up-to-date diary. Think Zanga or Live Journal, where I'm gonna share vulnerable stories relatable mistakes and important life tips like what to watch on Netflix. So if you're ready for those fun gifts and actionable gifts to create a more sustainable life, join my newsletter at elainelu.com forward slash join. And what is your third tip for folks? My third tip, same thing, sounds really easy, but it's actually scheduling in time for yourself. So throughout the week, I I like to, on Sunday, kind of look at my week and see when I have some spots that I can make sure that I schedule in yoga or schedule in, you know, a walk or to make sure that I eat lunch. When you schedule in, just like you would schedule, you know, like a Zoom call with a colleague or a doctor's appointment, when you schedule in time for yourself and you hold yourself accountable to, you know, to to honoring that time, you just, you start to really, you know, some people will say you fill your cup and then you're able to be a better business owner, better colleague, better friend, better, you know, family member. Yeah, it's really, it's really important to schedule in time throughout the week. Yeah. And I will say this actually happened to me earlier. I think so often we could get caught up. No, I need to do this. If I don't catch up on this, something will happen. This client's not going to convert or this person's going to be upset and I don't want to deal with it. But earlier this morning before we recorded this podcast, I had a sales call with someone 
And I actually even told them, I was like, hey, I'm going to be in gym clothes. I'm not going to be looking my best because I'm planning to go to the gym right after because I scheduled it just like I would do a client call or a sales call. And and right after, she's like, I really want to work with you. And old me, I'll be transparent. I was like, okay, let me work on this proposal. Let me send it over. I'm like, no, I need to go to the gym. And I'm so glad I did and gave that time for myself. And even having like a designated day, I don't know if you did this too, Amy, but if I need to have a doctor's appointment, anything physical or mental, like for therapy, usually it's on Mondays. Mm. Mondays are like no call days, but if I need to go to the doctor or if I need to go, if I want to meet someone for coffee, that's usually when I do that. And yeah, well, First of all, you not rushing right away to send the proposal back. I think I think that's great. I think when you let people know, I mean, I don't know if you said, "Hey, within twenty four hours, I within twenty four hours, did. I'll send it back." Mm-hmm. I think it's great because there again, you're modeling for other people. Oh yeah, we're so used to in this kind of day and age that we're in that people are expecting things immediately. And so when you model that for other people, they realize, oh, yeah, I can just slow down a little bit. It doesn't have to be immediate. There's no fire to put out, you know, that I I think that's awesome that you're taking care of your needs first. And yeah, going to the gym is, you know, really helps our mental health. So I know that you have been doing professional organizing, going to people's homes, organizing it. When people think of that, they think of like Marie Kondo. And now you're in this transition of coaching people on how to be more organized, how to become better with their systems and time management and energy coach. I would actually like for you to share why you've noticed that this is more powerful in providing a foundation rather than hiring someone to just come in and organize things. I would love for you to share why it's important to put systems in place rather than just putting a band-aid of, hey, come in for a day and organize my stuff. Can you share with our audience? Yeah, yeah no, I lo- I, that's a great question. So yeah, I feel like in the past when people have hired me to come in and, you know, organize their pantry or their closet or their garage, it's like you said, it's putting a Band-Aid on and it's really not getting to the root of the problem. Usually when someone has an area in their home that's disorganized, there are underlying, you know, systems that aren't in place. There are underlining processes that aren't in place. And really, it's teaching people tips and ways that they can, you know, have better time management, have better work-life balance. So when I work with someone, usually it's over 12 weeks, we're really getting to the root of what's what's going on with their disorganization. And yeah, so I'm teaching people how to be more organized. Obviously, don't share names, but can you share an example of what you've done with a client? Like, for example, if I need help with a pantry and you've had to call, okay, let's take a step back. Let's see what the systems we have mm-hmm. into place. Oh, these are the root problems. So can you share an example? Yeah, yeah. So really, I have a great, awesome client I worked with. I can probably give a couple examples, but has a store, actually a really well-known store in Summerland, which is the next town over from Santa Barbara. But it was her office in the store that was really unorganized. And when we met once a week and I was coaching her on 
just putting better systems into place, a lot of actually what was happening was she wasn't taking time for herself and she wasn't scheduling in a day in the week to take care of paperwork or delegate actually some of the things that she was doing that she could have had, you know, her store manager do or some of the other employees do. So when we met once a week, those are the systems that we were putting into place. I was helping a professor with, yeah, organizing. It was a lot of paperwork and he was working on a trust for the family. And so each week I acted as partly a, an accountability coach to him. He was setting goals for what he wanted to work on. And then each week I was helping him strategize on the things that he wasn't getting done and why, why they weren't getting done. Yeah. And also, I know because of your background prior to being an organizational and time management and energy coach, and even before being a professional organizer, you're a special ed teacher for children with ADD and ADHD. So how can putting sis- systems in place help folks who identify as ADD and ADHD or what tips and advice would you actually have for them as well? Yeah. So, I mean, I think first and foremost, having your physical space organized and kind of knowing where things are and getting rid of things that you don't need can create kind of this leaner and lighter sense in you that you're able to go through the day kind of knowing where things are. And then really utilizing your calendar. Some people aren't utilizing their calendar, you know, to their to their advantage. Maybe like I mentioned before, taking a day of the week, like maybe Sunday, maybe 15 minutes and kind of looking at your week and seeing, okay, what do I have scheduled? Where can I plug things in that that need to get done that are on my to-do list? A little bit of time here and there for myself. Yeah. So I'm hearing the seeing what they can get rid of. So it could be more cleaner. Well, not just cleaner, but more lean. And they could focus on what's important and also adding to the calendar. Similar to what you said for the third tip, which is scheduling time for yourself, is adding things to your calendar like, I need to go pick up dry cleaning at 3 p.m. on Wednesday, for example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure by the end of this episode, everyone has a follow in love with you, Amy. So <laughs> I would love for you to share. I always like ending episodes with what is one action item or takeaway? It could be both. One action item and takeaway you want folks to get from this podcast episode. Oh, yeah. I think it's the last one. I think it's schedule and time for yourself. So maybe take a few minutes right now and look at your calendar and schedule in a little bit of time for yourself. When can you, when is there a hole in your schedule where you can schedule in a walk, a yoga class, maybe just maybe even 15 minutes to to hop on the meditation app and just kind of have some quiet time to yourself. Mm. Yeah, I would, I would say, I would say do that. And also, I will share with people, if you're feeling overwhelmed, it can be as simple as, I want to go nap right now after this. Mm-hmm. So go do that if that's what you're feeling called to. And if folks want to work with you, how can they find you and contact you? Yeah. So my website is Thoughtful Organizing. And on my website, there's a work with me page. And if you 
just open it up. It'll say book a consultation call or book a call with me. That's one way. I'm on LinkedIn under Amy Fritz. On Instagram, I'm I'm thoughtful organizing. So those are just a few ways. Yeah. And also, I forgot to mention this in my intro, but Amy is also a LinkedIn instructor. So I know you have your own course as well, helping folks to be more organized. Yeah. It's it's a course on organization. Yeah. So yeah, check it out. You can, I think there's a free on LinkedIn, you can get a free trial for maybe 30 days. And you so, can take my course. So if you want to connect with Amy, go to thoughtfulorganizing.com. Click on the tab, work with me, and you can schedule a quick 15-minute call with Amy. And also, Amy, I know there's some people that might be interested in working with me with business coaching. And I know you've worked with me now for four months. So any feedback you want to give or insights on how it's been on the other side, if there's anyone on the fence working with me? Yeah. I mean, working with Elaine has been amazing. I... Within my first few weeks, in the first month that I worked with her, I was able to book speaking at the World Bank. So that was amazing. Just energetically, it just opened up some things that I think were blocked for me. So I got to work with the World Bank back in DC. And Elaine's energy, she's amazing. Yeah. So... If you want to get more organized, get more time and energy back for yourself, contact Amy at thoughtfulorganizing.com and click on work with me to schedule a call with her. Amy, thank you so much of your time. Thank you. If you enjoyed this podcast episode with Amy and the three tips to get your time back, here are three things you can do if you want to use your time up this way. So first is share this with a friend. Send them a personal message on how this episode can help them find their time. Two, leave a rating and review for the Call Your Dreams podcast so more women of color and allies can create a sustainable life. And third, if you would like to work with me to create a more sustainable life and business like Amy, where you can do less and live more, schedule a complimentary legacy business and career review call at lanelu.com forward slash call. Legacy leader, did you enjoy today's episode? If so, subscribe to the Color Your Dreams podcast and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way and it lets other fellow leaders find this incredible free resource. And if you want more, you can find all the links and information mentioned in this episode in the show notes on my website at elainelu.com forward slash podcast. That's E-L-A-I-N-E-L-O-U.com forward slash podcast. All right, Legacy Leader, I'll see you in our newest episode in two weeks. And remember to follow your dreams to lead your legacy. Thank you.